It's Ollie from History Profiles. In today's video, we will be going to the 15th century Rome and will be delving into the affairs of the rich and powerful members of the church, and it's perverse to say the least. In particular, I will highlight and tell you the story of the Pope's son, Cesare Borgia. First, let's have a look at his early life. Cesare was born in either 1475 or 1476 in Subaico, which is a town in the metropolitan city of Rome. He was the illegitimate son of Cardinal Borgia, who was commonly known as Rodrigo Borgia, who later became Pope Alexander VI, and his Italian mistress, Vanoza de Catani. The Borgia family originally came from the Kingdom of Valencia and would rise to prominence during the 15th century. Cesare would grow up wealthy, having everything a young man at the time would want, a fine education, access to horses, swords and other luxury items. He would study law at the Studium Uribis University in Rome. Due to his father's high rank in the church, he became the Bishop of Pamplona at the age of 15 and then the Archbishop of Valencia at age 17. When his father, Rodrigo Borgia, ascended to become the Pope, Cesare was made a Cardinal at the age of just 18. Does this act mean that there was institutionalised corruption within the Catholic Church? Shouldn't the rank of Cardinal be appointed to the most pious and deserving of men? Nevertheless, Cesare was made a Cardinal at such a tender age. He had power, and power corrupts. You see, Cesare was a Cardinal, but he was the opposite of a godly man. He was described as daring, determined, handsome, power-hungry, and completely ruthless. He would do anything and crush anyone who stood in the way of him accomplishing what he wanted. Murder, bribery, and fornication came naturally to Cesare. His associates were also not godly men to say the least, and it is said when his brother Giovanni was made into the captain general of the army of the papacy that Cesare was furious and jealous of his brother. Cesare would have much rather been a man of action, as was his nature, instead of a man of the cloth. In 1497, Cesare's brother Giovanni was assassinated under mysterious circumstances. Rumour would spread that Cesare killed his brother, and this would give him the chance to finally become a military man and stop going against his own nature by working as a cardinal. In addition to this, both Cesare and Giovanni were having an intimate relationship with the younger brother's wife, Sancha of Aragon. So this murder could not only have solved the resentment over the fact that they were sharing their brother Geoffrey's wife, but it also paved the way for his military career. There is no concrete proof, however, that Cesare did indeed kill his brother Giovanni. On the 17th of August, 1498, Cesare became the first person in history to resign from his post as a cardinal, which he did in order to go after his career in the military. On the same day as his resignation, King Louis XII of France named him Duke of Valentinois, a title of nobility. He would then travel to France to marry Charlotte d'Albet, the sister of the King of Navarre. 
Cesare already had powerful connections, with his father being the Pope, but now he was favoured by the King of France and the King of Navarre. In addition, he had many cutthroats and other people sinister in nature at the ready. Cesare and his father, Pope Alexander, would now try to re-establish control of the Papal States and bring back the glory days where the Catholic Church was all-powerful and had complete influence over the countries and monarchs of Europe. In addition, they wanted to carve out a cemented Borgia state in northern Italy for Cesare. Cesare was then appointed the commander of the Papal armies with a huge number of Italian mercenaries, 300 cavalry and 4,000 Swiss infantry members. He would soon be sent by his father, Pope Alexander, to capture the cities of Imola and Forli, who were ruled by Caterina Sforza, an Italian noblewoman. Cesare made quick work of invading the two cities and keeping them under his occupation. He would then return to Rome, triumphant. The Pope and his son Cesare made a very good team. Pope Alexander played his part as a sort of politician, planning and weighing up the outcomes between the actions that he thought should be taken, and his son Cesare was the man of action that made it all happen. Cesare wasn't only a former cardinal, a general and a soldier though, he was also an assassin who didn't mind getting his hands dirty. A number of political assassinations have been attributed to him, but one abhorrent crime of his was the murder of his brother-in-law Alfonso, the second husband of his sister Lucrezia. Alfonso was at the top of the steps of St. Peter's Basilica when he was attacked by hired killers and was stabbed in the head, right arm and leg. However, when he was about to be finished off, Alfonso's guards managed to fight off the cutthroats and Alfonso would live to fight another day. Yet, as he was recovering from his wounds in a chamber of the Borgia Tower, Micheletto Corella, Cesare's best friend and personal assassin, entered his room with a group of armed men and strangled him until he stopped breathing. This assassination still remains a mystery, even though it seems to have been carried out by Cesare's men. At the time, I am sure the culprits were known to everyone, but they were in positions of power and were untouchable due to their status and wealth. It is rumoured that Cesare also had an incestuous relationship with his sister Lucrezia, and this may have been a motive for the murder. It is said that Cesare had bursts of demonic activity. He would stay up all night, receiving and dispatching messengers for unknown and mysterious tasks. He would also sometimes do the complete opposite and had moments of unaccountable sloth, where he would remain in bed for days, refusing to see anyone. He is said to have been quick to take offence and slow to forgive. In June 1502, Cesare would set out on another military campaign. He captured the walled city of Urbino and the town of Camerino. He next planned to conquer Bologna, but his own commanders, fearing his cruelty and growing power, set up a plot against him. Many of Cesare's troops would abandon him and he would be forced to fight defensively instead of his usual aggressive style against his enemies. However, with the use of the papal funds, he was able to rebuild his army while dealing with the traitorous commanders. Cesare would arrange a reconciliation with his former commanders and troops, only to then arrest them 
and execute them. The supremacy of the Borgias, however, would soon come to an end. In the midst of Cesare planning his conquest of Tuscany, he would receive news that his father, Pope Alexander, had died. At the time of him receiving this news, it is said that he contracted malaria and was gravely ill, but managed to recover. After the death of his father, the Borgia family's deadly enemy, Giuliano della Rovere, became the Pope and tricked Cesare into supporting him by giving him large amounts of money and the promise of a continued papal backing of the Borgia policies. However, as soon as he was elected as Pope, he would go back on his word and Cesare would fall into disgrace, no longer knowing his place in this seemingly new world. In the end, Cesare was imprisoned in the castle of La Mota, a medieval fortress in the province of Spain, after he was betrayed by one of his close friends. While he was in prison, his lands were retaken by the new Pope. No doubt, the Pope bribed his friend, Gonzalo Fernández de Córdoba, with some sort of reward. However, Cesare managed to escape his imprisonment, still being the resourceful man of action that he was. He made his way to Pamplona, the capital of Navarre in Spain, and was welcomed to court by King John III of Navarre. King John would make Cesare a commander of his army, and he would go on one more expedition. Cesare captured Vienna, a town in Navarre, but he couldn't take the castle by force, so he set up a siege. He had the castle surrounded, but in the early hours of the morning, on the 11th of March 1507, an enemy party of knights fled the castle during a heavy storm. Cesare was outraged at their cowardice, and being the brazen, hot-headed man he was, he gave chase. After riding hard on his horse, he found himself alone, with none of his men beside him. The party of knights, seeing that he was alone, trapped and surrounded him. They then put him to the sword and stole all of his clothes, leaving him naked as a sign of disrespect. They even famously took his mask that covered half of his face as it was disfigured due to syphilis. Cesare Borgia was left to die in the storm naked and disgraced. The life of Cesare is one of sin. He became a cardinal young and one would think that it would have encouraged him to become a godly man, but the Vatican and the Catholic Church were full of schemers, killers and of course, sinners. Cesare was feared and hated by the common people for his blatant disregard of his religion while being in a high up position in the church and being the son of the Pope himself. To the people, he killed his brother, ordered the killing of his brother-in-law, had an incestuous relationship with his sister, slept with the wife of his younger brother and was involved in other depraved activities that we will never know the true extent of. He was guilty of the seven deadly sins, pride, greed, lust, envy, gluttony, wrath, and sloth. Now that we have an overview of the life of Cesare, do you think that he killed his younger brother out of envy of his position as a commander? And why do you think there was so much darkness surrounding the Catholic Church and those closest to the Pope? Let me know what you think in the comment sections down below. And I'll see you all next week for another History Profile.